This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com. And right now, my next guest, uh, you might know uh, one of the companies he worked for previously in creative, Seth Rogen's house plan, uh, but he has moved out into Hudson Valley, New York, experimenting in his own, growing his own cannabis. And now he is bringing together to the masses what is being said to be, let's put it like this. He found himself enjoying a full smoke session, uh, realizing the need for a sessionable, middle ground product in the market that's not making any overzealous wellness claims like other CBD brands, but also not trying to have the highest THC content possible. And thus he has brought a cigarette style and a retro vibe Bogart. And here to tell us about it is with Bogart, uh, the founder of Bogart, Jeff Gonick here on grassroots marketing. Thanks for being on with us, Jeff. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm uh, uh, been listening lately and I'm excited to be a guest on here. So I appreciate it. So with every product that's either with high CBD, low THC, always talk about quality, quality, quality. And you make the point that products are environmentally friendly, sustainably sourced, no pesticides, grown without pesticides or additives. And with that said, when you decided to go and put your own line of products together, you know, you're interested in the space. What, how did everything come together? How did the light bulb just pop up in your head and say, okay, the idea is here. Let's implement. Yeah, man. So I think, you know, I think sometimes people conflate the idea of like quality with strength when it comes to the cannabis space or quality with other kind of factors. And I look at quality as the quality of the experience for the individual, right? Like, so I'm not like, I think of the quality of a product as the quality of the experience someone has with that product, right? Like that's what it's really all about. So for me, the kind of idea or like the moment it came to me, and this is going to sound like, I wish I had a more intellectual like version of like, I was looking at the market and the space and this and that, but like I was, had started growing my own uh, weed up where I live. Um, Cause I, you know, just, I'm a big gardener. I've always loved like, uh, you know, love growing things. I just wanted to experiment and try it. And yeah, the weed I grew was so like bad, like so weak that you could just, I, I don't want to use the, it wasn't bad, but like in the context of like strong weed being good and weak weed being bad, like it was pretty, pretty weak. Um, and I used it, uh, you know, I would roll like a joint of it and smoke it. And at the end of it, I'd be like, feel great, honestly, you know, like it wasn't like I got super high. I felt like just the right amount of high. I felt like I could still be like social or active or have fun, you know? And, and to me, I was like, wait a second, there's a lot of I feel like this idea of something that's more sessionable um, is something that 
you know, there's a lot of hunger for. And the more I like gave people the the kind of stuff I had grown and the, the more I experimented with it, the more I started to think like, it'd be great to start to create products in that space. You know, like right now we, there's like this chase to, it's a two ends of the spectrum, right? There's CBD, which is about a lot of things besides smoking. And then in the cannabis space, it's a chase to like create the strongest, most potent weed that you can possibly make. And like, I think they're just missing this big middle where like people want sessionable things. You see it with, um, in, you know, the alcohol space, right? Like there was such a drive to sessionability. And I think it's the same with, uh, you know, going to be the same with cannabis. And I think it is already starting to go that direction when you look at things like edibles and beverages, because it's so much easier to create a sessionable product because uh, of the exacting nature of designing those. But in smoking, I feel like there's like a real lack of sessionability. And as someone who enjoys this, the act of smoking more than the other ways uh, of having cannabis, yeah, it just felt like a pretty, pretty much a no brainer to me. And then from there, I just had to figure out how to do it. Now, I want to ask you about the concept. The name Bogart, for those that might not be familiar we're talking about Humphrey DeForest Bogart. Humphrey Bogart, who is one of the one of the most iconic movie actors uh, of the early stages of motion pictures, 30s, 40s, 50s. Casablanca, you might know of. African Queen. What else was? It? I mean, there's a lot of other things. Uh, Key Blargo. You can just name them all. The idea is that the slang term of Bogart derived from him because he often kept the cigarette in the corner of his mouth. You can see it in his movies never actually drawing on it or smoking it. And it, that term has been brought down into, you know, the cannabis space because people say, don't Bogart that blunt man, pass it over here. Bogart was, I didn't know how much of a influence that was. That was an idea to go ahead and put in the name of a product, but you put it right behind. Is there besides the definition, is it more just the affination of what he represents as a cultural icon? No, it had nothing to do with him at all. <laughs> okay. Whatsoever. But it's a good uh, name. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it, no. it definitely makes sense. No, for me, it was, I'm a big fan of like, uh, I think it's really powerful in marketing when you can take a positive and turn it into a negative. I think there's a lot of tension there. You know, anytime you could take a headwind and make it a tailwind, that's good. So when I was thinking about names, the idea that Bogart, which is negative, right? Like don't Bogart yeah. that. Don't just keep right, smoking right. that, pass it on. Um, turning that into a positive thing because you're making a product where you can bogart it because the whole idea is that you can smoke the whole thing because of the sessionability of these products. You can just enjoy the whole thing on your own. You don't need to pass it around. You could just give someone their own, their own bogart, you know? So the idea of taking that kind of negative connotation, flip it on its head and making it positive, like bogart, go ahead and smoke the whole thing. That's what really got me excited about that name. I didn't think about him at all. And I consciously tried to avoid anything that would imply a direct tie, anything visually, anything in our iconography, anything in the whole brand or aesthetic that would be tied back to him in any way. I was, I went out of the way, out of my way to avoid. I'm amazed in really the, the, the travel of your career, just going into your LinkedIn profile, so much areas into app. You are the current day Don Draper. Like you really did the advertising deal for various products when it comes to Dell, when it comes to milk, Molson, Pepsi, Dollarama, uh, you're moving along and going forward into Whole Foods. I mean, damn, like there's a lot there that you've worked on. Samsung, Google, Liquid Death, Apple. Well, there's some major brands that come by. I mean, I was just think about with the Super Bowl. You did a good jo- great job on the commercials this year, I must say. Like there was a lot of good celebrity-driven commercials that were really well done. Adding season just to get some kudos. You understand that space. You bring it here into the cannabis space. And like you said, you took 
what would be a negative connotation to create a positive connotation. And you also worked with such a large company, five years with Houseplant, coming into the space, seeing that Seth Rogen would come in, put his name in, behind into this, and then all of a sudden, you know, that instant exposure. It's important to me to understand what is it about that you've learned from this space here in cannabis because we don't have the chance to go nationwide, rolled out, coast to coast. Everybody knows what a product is. The branding, the marketing has always kind of taken second fiddle to everything else when it comes to the quality of the plant. What is it about the marketing here that you incorporated from your past experience? Yeah, it's a great question. I think a couple of things. I think um, it's always really important to stay true to your idea, right? Like if you have a concept or an idea, use that as a way to objectively evaluate uh, decisions, uh, whether it's about brand packaging design or just business decisions, right? Like what is your idea and keep your idea central to what you do and how you do what you do. Um, I think is important. I think we start to lose sight of your original idea. Um, I think then it becomes really hard for people to understand what you are and what you believe. I think having a clear idea of what your product is and not just what it is, but what you believe, like a clear vision for it, a clear point of view on the world uh, and having that established at the onset. I think that's a a thing that I think for me comes from advertising. And I think is really important for building, not just a product, but a brand. Like I think of Bogart less as an individual project product and more of as a brand that I can start to grow into more products. Um, I think probably everyone would say that, but that's really been for me from its onset. I had an idea on like a point of view on smoking, and this is the first product I'm launching uh, to try and help bring that to life. But I have other products I'd like to launch uh, based on that same idea. Right. Um, And then from the experience working with houseplant and Seth and those guys, um, they are just so into the details of everything that, uh, that they do, you know, they sweat all the details, uh, they pay attention to all the details, uh, and, and they also had a really clear idea and vision for what their brand was and what space it was going to occupy and what it was. And they, they kind of, um, I think those two things have helped make their brand incredibly successful and feel like something that's, uh, beyond just them, right. It's not just like, you know, I think a lot of times celebrities just like take a name and stamp it on a product that's blanks weed. Um, they're not like that at all. They had a really clear vision for what they wanted to make and how it would be different and how they could elevate their part of the space. And they've stayed true to that. And they've stayed really, you know, intimately involved in the details of how they do everything. And I think that that comes across and like how great their brand is. And I think that those are great lessons for me as well. Right. Which is just like, know the space you're going into, know what you believe, know what you want your product to be, stay true to it and never, never lose sight of the details because the details are the brand or the product. The folks from Clio actually put a nice Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Chews Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beat brand for heart health support. The new Superbeats Heart Chews Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advanced are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. 
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wonderful feature on you just late last year. And they talk about how the packaging, just to give a visual to the audience here, it's again, high CBD, low THC, hemp, cannabis, cigarettes, a retro modern design scheme inspired by old cigarette packaging, Italian restaurant size for the 50s and 60s, and a color palette evoking mid-century California. And I love the packaging. It's just, the look is just, it's very classic. It's, it's a good, clean, a lot of oranges and, and, and greens and uh it's just along a, a real nicely set uh, point. And with that said, talk to me about the idea of you. Well, you made mention of how you did watch Mad Men during the pandemic. Funny. I read that up early on and you mentioned how the, the whole vintage modern idea comes into place. And you said to them, quote, I really wanted it to feel like something you'd see sitting next to an ashtray on a cafe table in some random Italian town in the sixties. And the color palette was mid-century California. What was it about those two concepts that you thought to fuse together? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think I keep saying that every time. That's a great question, but you're asking good questions. So. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, man, it was, it's interesting because like for me, design process, I'm not a designer by trade. I'm a writer. So I have a lot of experience with design. I, I think I have a, hopefully a pretty good taste level, but it's not my expertise to actually like physically design stuff. So when I first started like uh, talking to some different designers about what I wanted to do. And I would give them things like some old packaging and then like the Italian restaurant signs from the fifties or sixties and some random photographs and uh, pictures of that color palette of California from the fifties, from this book I have called the birth of cool, which is about like mid-century modern California. Um, They would be like, huh? And then I found a designer who was like, went from saying, huh, to saying like, hell yeah. And immediately like we completely were in sync and it was like a full creative collaboration from the very beginning. His name is Ryan Keats. He works at uh, Fox duck, which is a little design shop in Lancaster PA, which is where I grew up. Um, So that was kind of how, you know, that was a big unlock for me. Like that was a big moment was finding someone who got the idea and could help bring the vision to life, you know, Uh, because it's not, it's hard. It's hard to find someone who gets what you're trying to do and can take what you're trying to do and elevate it. And that's, I think what you look for in every part of uh, every part of your business, when you're starting a business is finding people that get what you're trying to do and cannot just do it, but can make it better. Um, and then to the other part of your, your question about vintage and modern, it's, mm-hmm. you know, there's the part of it where I just like that era. Um, but in terms of what this brand is as something that's trying to, you know, uh, not just be a more sessionable cannabis product, but kind of elevate smoking. Um, yeah. uh, and, and I wanted to look to the heyday of smoking, you know, 
um, when it was uh, when there was a style to it, when it, there was a luxury to it. When there oh, was every back every magazine, here you go. You get you you come a long way, yeah. baby. All that kind of stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, how could I look to an era when they used it as the way part of a, a way to indicate cool, and and how could I use that for in, inspiration? Right? Because I, I think this isn't like a pro smoking product that's trying to get people who don't smoke to try smoking a a Bogart. But it is like a, hey, if you want a, you know, have this instead of a cigarette or have this instead of, you know, the normal joint you'd roll yourself, like helping to own that space of uh, uh, something that's a great alternative, but also something that kind of elevates the situation is good. I also think that there's an opportunity to, you know, smoking is less socially acceptable as an act now than it was 50, 60, 70 years ago for lots of reasons. Well, and your standard reasons. in your standard smokables, the standard tobacco smokables, they're going out over, over the roof expensive now. Yeah. But like even for me, man, it's like uh I think that like the the edibles and beverages and stuff, they have a real they really easily fit into social occasions. And so sure. sessionable and occasionality, like those two things make a product kind of grow uh, like a product like this. Um, and so I got the sessionability in the design of what the product is. So I think part of the occasionality is defined by the brand and the way that I articulate that brand and bring that brand to life. Um, so yeah, to me, that's like looking to that era as an inspiration for making people see how this could fit into their life and the occasions it could fit into, I think was part of my inspiration. Jeff, I could imagine these being put in those new Vegas consumption lounges all out there. Like the cigarette girl comes out, Bogart anyone? I could just I can imagine it. And oh, I guess yeah, I would say, love that. Hey, I'm just I'm just throwing an idea out there for you. Like that's not a that, that actually would work almost like even with a Vincent's modern field, that would actually fit really good. So maybe there's a trip to Vegas uh, coming in your future to kind of like, you know, <laughs> promote the product. But let's send some people to the, the product itself. Enjoybogart.com. Enjoy B-O-G-A-R-T.com. Got several collections. You got the pack itself, the smoke and roll pack. You have gift sets, a confetti ashtray set. There's a lot of different things, rolling papers, really good stuff here. So uh, really quickly, you know, talk to us about the website and the products you have. What's really has stand, what has stood out so far that you're getting a lot of response for? Um, yeah, I mean, the number one seller by a long shot is just a pack of Bogarts. I think it's, um, you know, I think it's the kind of thing where like people want to try it. Um, that's where people are starting is by that pack. We've already had some repeat customers, which is great because people, you know, not only are trying it, but I've gotten tons of positive feedback on the experience and on the product. And that's also led to like repeat customers. Uh, I think hopefully we're building some nice word of mouth. Um, the other products on there besides like the basic pack of Bogarts is uh, I got rolling papers made because I just, you know, I think it's uh, I, I, it's another way to kind of get it out there, but they're not really primary to like our core our our core product or our core kind of point of view. So um, yeah, it's mostly the packs. The other stuff on there is I just thought it would be cool to find vintage ashtrays at flea markets and online and antique stores. And as I find them, because I am collecting them just to take photo photography and uh, for our social channels and for our website, I just buy these vintage ashtrays. So I was like, well. Once I've taken the photos, I don't need my house to have like 50 vintage ashtrays in it. There's like <laughs> right. a, there's a few I keep for myself because I love them, but I was like, why not sell yeah. them? Right. So then I just thought it'd be fun to just kind of make these little one of a kind packs where like you can buy a vintage ashtray from the 50s or 60s with a pack of Bogarts or maybe a pack of papers too. And they're just one offs. And once it's gone, then it's sold out forever. And I just keep finding more and adding more to the website. And um, so sold a few of those already, but those are kind of like a, 
a, a once and done uh, uh, product. Um, and then our, our, our next expansion hopefully will be, you know, sometime in the next year. Or so I really want to uh, create the sessionable cannabis version of this, which obviously, as you know, is a little bit more um, complicated uh, when it has a THC that goes over the federal limit. Like right now our products are below the federal threshold for THC. So I could sell in all 50 States direct to consumer, which is great. Right. Um, but I want to make something that's more like a two to one CBD to THC or four to one, which will have to be sold locally in the States where it's legal. So yeah. I'm exploring what state to launch that in right now, but that would be the next thing I want to launch uh, sometime in the next 12 months. Let's keep on it. By the way, when it comes to marketing, I like, because the way you just said pack of Bogarts, it just fits right. Like you can hear people in, in just regular lingo, hey, pass me a Bogart. Like I get, it just fits right. Like it's one of those things where, I mean, people don't even think about the fact just that the, the name brand, if it's just so easy to go and just come off the tongue and it's something that's just so recognizable, you'll know what it is. That's where you have it. It's, it's a whole encompassing of what the product looks like, the name and the quality of the product itself, which you have a lot of that information in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, results on uh, the, how it comes out. All that's on the website, merch, other things, enjoybogard.com. Uh, again, with Jeff Gonick, thanks for being on with us. Really appreciate you taking time out. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm down to come back and chat anytime. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.